Welcome to the Agoracom Podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. If you're bullish on the future of electric vehicle batteries and specifically lithium-ion batteries, you probably don't know that the market for silicon anode materials could hit $130 billion by 2033. How do we get there? Well, first you need to know this. In an electric vehicle battery, which is typically a lithium-ion battery, there are three main parts you need to know about, the anode, the cathode, and the electrolyte. We're only going to talk about the anode because it plays a crucial role in how the battery works. It acts like a storage container for lithium ions and releases them when the battery is being used to power the car. Today, graphite anodes dominate the market, but they've essentially achieved their maximum performance in terms of energy density. Enter silicon. Silicon-based anodes have up to 10 times the energy density of a graphite-based anode, which is why Porsche, Mercedes, and GM are betting on silicon anode batteries. But the problem is they're known to suffer, specifically silicon-based silicon anodes are known to suffer from significant degradation during the charging and discharging cycles. That's obviously a problem. Enter now HBQ Silicon a technology company whose position become a vital supplier of silicon materials for battery anodes and more than just lip service, they've already been awarded a 90,000 euro grant towards the work on its engineered SIOX anode battery material. And today they put out a press release where essentially their first commercial lithium ion battery made uh, with the addition of their silicon to graphite anodes generate a 14% boost. And here to talk about the details of all that, is CEO Bernard Turion. Bernard, welcome back, my friend. Thank you, George. All right. In layman's terms, because even for battery metal enthusiasts, we're still learning, and there's a lot there. So in layman's terms, what did you do first? And then we're going to talk about how big of a milestone it is, but what did you guys do to the battery world? Well, what we did was we proved, okay, that we could incorporate our SIOX engineered material into a standard commercial battery, all right, and increase the performance by 14%. Now, in just that sentence, there's many powerful points, okay? For a lot of people, understanding what's on the battery, what's going on the battery side is very difficult because you'll, because you'll notice that Many of the companies that communicate communicate partial information. I understand why you don't want to give away your secret. So it's very difficult to understand. But the best way to validate that your the, the the principle you're advancing works is to take a battery that's known. There's a lot of data on it that is a standard battery for for everyone. Okay, and then basically you have to do two batteries. One of them that's made with 100% graphite which is your benchmark, okay? And the other one, which in this case was 90% of the same graphite, okay? And 10% of our SIOX, which is, according to the literature that's out there publicly, twice the SI materials that is put in the batteries presently. Okay? And that gave us a 14% increase. You see, lithium iron batteries with graphites, I think are gonna stay the dominant factor for the next 20 to 30 years. 
it will be, as I've said many times, incremental improvements, like what we're doing, that will improve the performance of these batteries. And the easiest way to be able to compare yourself to, so that people can understand the results, the significance of the results, is to take a battery that everybody uses. Now, usually battery startup take half-cell batteries testing. But half-cell battery testing doesn't usually translate to full-scale commercial because a half-cell battery basically means there's continuous feed of lithium into, into the field. So if you're able to demonstrate what you're doing with a commercial battery, much easier to compare your results to what's out there and much easier to validate the concept is that there is still a lot of room right now to improve the efficiency of the batteries that are presently made without needing to change massive amount of the, what battery manufacturers are doing, what gigafactories are doing. Okay. There yeah, is we'll get to that later. We'll get to that yeah. part later. But you're essentially saying there's a lot of room, there's a lot of room to move without making mm -hmm. big changes. So how big of a milestone then is this, Bernard? How big of a milestone is it with if I'm a battery manufacturer out there somewhere, if I'm an electric vehicle maker somewhere, if I'm a battery metals enthusiast, you know, this 14% boost on your first testing cycle. Yeah, how big of a milestone is that? Well, it's on, on our first five testing cycle. Okay. And what you have right, to understand, okay. what you have to understand in when you put silicone into batteries, uh the loss of the loss discharge, the, the biggest loss discharge happens during the first five tests. So that's very that's very significant. That's that's why the five tests, first five test result is a critical milestone to show. Then we'll have more tests to show it, but that, that's a critical milestone. The second point is you cannot take, and contrary to, 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 to what we thought at the beginning when we started to this many years ago, you cannot take pure silicone okay, and incorporate it into batteries and get good results. It's, it doesn't work. Like some people are trying encapsulating, putting it in graphene, 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 whatever. Okay. What's been found to work very, very well is to use SiOx. Which is silicon oxide? Oxide. So it's, it's silicon oxide, the X factor is sort of like one of those, one of those, you know, one of the X factor, literally. Um, everybody has their own recipe, everybody has their own way of doing it. So this is the material that's helping us, that's going to help us improve performance battery. Our goal is to have something to offer Uh Either a graphite company that has this graphite and, you know, the battery manufacturers are saying, it's okay, but it's not as good. We will need it a bit better. Well, we work together. We do a better product. Or it's going to be a battery manufacturer that says, I want to get a bit more home for my batteries and I'll mix it into it without changing all the parameters I'm working. So that is a massive milestone to being able to do it with a commercial size batteries to get those type of results from the first time out. You, you guys got to realize, these are our first batch of material we've done. Okay? Of course, we spent the last, and when I say we, I mean Novasium spent the last year. HPQ has the worldwide marketing rights to this, you know, commercialization right to this. So Novasium spent the, old, the entire year understanding what is the, where the industry is everywhere in the world. We're the best one on what are the best material. And from then on, what we're doing is we're going to be improving. I think I said in the press release, what for me is 
uh, mind-boggling about the results is this is our uh, non-optimized material. We still have a lot of proprietary work we can do in the material. This was a proof of concept that our strategy works. And we hit it outside of uh, outside of the park. Yeah, you make it it's very good. clear in the press release. Mm -hmm. The results exceed your expectations, mm -hmm. but you're far from done, right? There's much more. It seems like there's much much better results to come. Uh, how much? How many more testing cycles do you plan on going through? And what kind of timeline does that look like? I always ask you. I'm not giving you. I'm not asking for a specific date, but. You know, how much more, um, how, how many more testing cycles you, you need to go through until you guys are optimized? No, we, these, these batteries will not be optimized. What's going what's, what we, what we mean by doing this, we're going to do iteration. Okay. What I want people to understand is that you'll go through the deck of Amprius, you'll go through the decks of Scylla. Okay. And they come and tell us, you know, it took us 900 iterations to make our batteries. Well, in our first iteration test, okay, it looks as if we're matching the best in class that there is out there after five tests. Now, that means what it means. Wow. Okay. So that's why we're very, very confident. That's why for us, this is a breaking news. This is, this is something that completely changes the dynamic of what HPQ silicone can do. This is... I'm actually writing that down. Yeah. So how big of an impact then um, could your SIOX, your silicon oxide battery material, have on the battery industry? I mean, I ask you this other times. We kind of say tongue-in-cheek, but it's been true. Now, I know the press release just came out today, so the phone's not ringing today. At least I don't expect it would have rung today. But do you, you know, if are, are there battery people out there right now that are reading this? Are there, you know, graphite? Well, you know, there's going to be the say, norm. Wow, we need to find out more about these guys, or this is this is significant. No one else has been able to really do this. You know, um, it will it will come as we announce more and more cycle results. As I said, you know, as as we keep announcing more and more cycle results, more detailed results. Just to, just to give you an idea, right now in the industry, they use about five percent. So we went at double those results, and, and we'll keep doing more tests to try to push the envelope, understand what we can do, what type of you know what type of batteries you need for for long cycle, short cycle, different application. There, the 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 potential are are endless, and you just you just take a look at the entire silicone lithium ion battery demand. Then you didn't realize that in North America and Europe, there's nobody doing what we're doing, literally nobody. They're doing different type of silicone material. The different silica is doing some type of material. One of them is group 14, is using silane gas. Everybody's doing different type of material, but we are one of the few, from my knowledge, we're the only one that's doing SIOX. Okay, devil's advocate. They're doing is it. Is it possible uh, everyone else or a lot of other people are doing it the right way or a better way than you, and you're off here on the SIOX side, and you're... You're going up the wrong tree. I'm saying that as a devil's advocate. No, no, no. I don't it's, think you no. are, obviously, but but no, it has, and, it's and a question that begs to be asked, right? The reason the reason why we know we're in the right direction is we've looked seriously at where the leader in this industry are. 
Okay. Newsflash, they're not North America, they're not in Europe. You know where they are. And we know, we have a very good um, sense of where they are, where they're going, where they want to go, and how they want to get that moving. So it's very optimistic for us. It's, 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 a, it's a beautiful opportunity to be at the leading edge of the implementation of silicone material into batteries. Now, what people so is it fair to say? Is it fair to say, Bernard, the other guys mm -hmm. are maybe looking at you right now and saying, "Oh, wow, this is a real threat. This is a real competitive threat here because they're they're well, using." There's nobody else. There's nobody else. Being SIOX. Like, who who who's the other guys? Who, who's the other? Well, like the market is so massive, okay, that there's going to be room for a two, three, four, five technology. This isn't this isn't like a beta and VHS situation. Okay. It's not binary. It's not binary because you need, like, if you need a battery application for a phone, you probably need 300 cycles. After that, you change the battery, it becomes a recyclable. This, and there's some car companies that see their batteries as a consumable, good for X amount of good cycle, then you remove them. There's some application where you need it. So it's, there's going to be requests for different recipes of the material, but the, 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 the pile that we're looking at is massive. And what we now have is an understanding of how to make a material that improves battery performance. So it's either going to be battery manufacturers, or it's either going to be graphite manufacturers that want to gravitate to us to be able to, for them to have an anode material. Remember, an anode material is either 100% graphite, 90% graphite, 10% SIOX, sells for a higher price. So our possibility of discussion with people has basically uh, expanded, uh, grown exponentially. Exponentially. Right? But the first thing we needed to do, okay, since the beginning, I remember, because, you know, I've been issuing a lot of press releases with NDAs and, you know, First thing they want to see the NDAs, well, give us battery results. We never had any battery results. You know, the entire the entire nano silicone experience was a complete failure of never being able to get one thing to kick any, any of the batteries. We understand why that we explain all the reason why, but it's, well, it was frustrating. So now it's very, 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 very good to be able to start with these results. And remember, I think I've said that many, many times in um in our type of interviews, in our, you know, basically, how do you say this, freestyle interviews that we have, where we talk, that for the battery space, I was going to do the same thing as I did for the fume silica, which is I was going to start to talk about what we do when we start having results. And there we go. We have results. It takes time to do. It takes time to figure out all these issues, but we've been working at this for a long time. And this is... 100%. Well, like the fume silica, do you expect the phone to start ringing in the near future? Do you expect? Well, there's not that many people. Players of people George, start reaching George, out and saying, "Let's start talking." Players, there's not that many player more that can call us. There's, you know, we already got the three tops talking to us, and we got a fourth one discussing construction. So it's going to be, and that one, that one needs the pilot plant now to validate what we've done. Which is which is ongoing, which is moving forward. Nothing, nothing is slowing down in this regard. So this this is still moving forward. But this one can be can be moving a lot faster because a lot of the things 
needed to, to manufacture these materials. Um, we can get most of them off the rack type of equipment, assemble it in a way that is our own proprietary design, put in our own proprietary knowledge, and then we make the material. Do you have, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about scalability and cost effectiveness of going large scale production in the future. I know you're not there yet, but as you think about mm -hmm. it, are you going to have the same kind of CapEx and OpEx advantages uh, that you've, that we've seen on the fume silica side and, and other sides of the company, are you going to have those same advantages here as well? The fume silica CapEx and OpEx advantage are unique. So that's going to be one thing, but we will have, um, we will have some advantages with regard to, to, to CapEx, to OpEx, to location. Okay. To environmental issues related to making the material because most of the material we are talking about all have the same um, basically requirement, which is a lot of energy. So if you have a lot of, you know, hydropower that's granting you that energy, then you will be making a green material. And that's that becomes much more important because of the entire cycle of the battery industry. And, and, you know, I was hearing something. Yes, it's true that, you know, the battery industry is going through a readjustment okay but we're just at eight percent of all cars sold electric if that goes up to 20 to 30 percent there's gonna be a massive demand for material is that your primary application bernard uh electric vehicle nope. batteries that could be your primary because nope. these lithium-ion batteries are everywhere do you have mm. uh or or do you even have to kind of declare your target application no. you don't no, maybe you don't even do that it's just say hey if you no. if you're a graphite guy and you want we're just going to sell you our rsiox and use it for whatever application you want is that is that well how you no I, we'll, we'll, we'll end up working with them to make you know different but there's there's different material for different applications um as i say if the, if a material if the if the standard life cycle of a batteries for one application is 500 cycle okay well, there's no need to develop you know, to put there a material that can last three thousand cycles. So you could probably put a material that's more efficient that will last less cycle because it'll, it'll, it'll be it'll be more what the client wants. So it'll be really a client driven type of material, and this is where our technology plays into it. We just we just adjust the material for the demand that's going to be required. And that's critical, right? You're not for anybody at home. You're not looking to sell batteries you just want to enhance current batteries by selling much you know much better siox at the end of the day right that, that's why you use the 18650 i'd never i didn't even know about this until the press release so i'm not gonna pretend i'm an expert but you use the 18650 battery model so that you wouldn't have to disrupt manufacturers by creating something and saying this is great, but you have to change all your manufacturing in order to accommodate us. So you're essentially, pardon the pun, because I just made this up, but you're essentially a plug and play yeah. uh, if everything goes well, right? The, and, and, and that's the business idea, because what we know is that there is still a lot of room with, because, you know, if you end up putting too much energy on in, in, the, um, in the anode, then the cathode can't take it. So you got to make sure... Everything has to run in equilibrium. Right? 
So what we've demonstrated that these batteries can run in equilibrium with more SIOX, generate higher volume. What's our maximum uptake we can go? We will discover as we will do more and more tests with those type with those type of material and get the results and analyze them and, and get them ready to, to go and get them moving. So, um, and people have to realize that this is a truly 100% HPQ, well, 100% Navasium, which we own the worldwide licensing right to it. Okay. Uh, we don't. We don't have. We don't have no other technology provider than Novasium, which happens to be an associated company of HPQ, in this specific case. That could be a place for us to put the QRR in the value chain, but it's really optional. It's up to us. And um, this is this is a material that yep. can go very up. So this is this is something that is truly. 100% HPQ Novasium. This is the second, like we have three initiative in HPQ. Okay. We have the fume silica. That one is in partnership with Pyro. We have the SIOX battery material initiative on the upside for where we are now moving forward. 100% HPQ Novasium. We have the hydrogen one, 100% HPQ, 100% Novasium. The QRR can fit in because it can be it can make the feedstock required to make the SIOX, okay? But it is not a prerequisite at this time. It is actually, if we look at the economics of building this stuff to commercial scale, at this moment, it's not an urgency for us. And that's just because of the nature of the, the silicone business. It has you know, variation up and down, and now we're in a very down cycle. So, you know, we can get electronic grade material probably cheaper than we can make it. We're not going to fight for it. But we can take that material and make it a ultra high value um, uh, SIOX, which is something that we fully control. No royalty, no nothing to pay. It's us. How do you envision or how would you help shareholders envision commercialization in terms of timing? Is this something that uh, we, I already said in the intro that uh, this market could be $130 billion by 2033. So what does the path to commercialization look like? Is it, all right, George, you're going to go through another year of testing, really proving this out, and then we're going to go to pilot plant? Uh, what, no, what, is commercial, what does that cadence look like? If you if you read in the press release, I think the exact wording you used was, was, was where do we use it? Um, yeah, we this is... What the Jed said. Uh, uh, our goal is to produce a proprietary engineered SIOX anode material using cost-effective cost equipment and highly pro, uh, highly scalable process that are already pro proven in multi-ton scale manufacturing line. AKA, as sometimes the Jeds like to say, this is more a D development than an R and D part. There is going to be R&D to continuously improve the material. But already the material we've done now, okay, from what I'm reading in literature, we put twice as much graphite, it's already uh, twice as much silicone, and we get a 14% improved performance. Remember, it's 14% improved from 100% graphite material made with the same one. That's the benchmark. So as we go through the cycle and, and the run cycle, we'll know you know the, the loss, the de degradation, and those issues. But it looks very promising from from the five, from the first five tests. This is really big, you know. This this is um, because there's nobody in North America, nobody in Europe doing what we're doing. 
Now, just to, I'm going to ask you a follow-up to that. And I know mm-hmm. you read me that out of the press release. Maybe that's all you can say. Mm-hmm. But can you provide some a little more specific, without being specific, but a little more specific? Is, is that whole process six months away, two years away, a year and a half away? What is that? What Because you had a pretty good idea of fume silica. Once you came out, you said, you know, we're ready. We're going to send samples, NDAs. You're going to have your pilot plant ready to go on Q2. So within a year of you talking about fume silica, you're at pilot plant uh, ballpark. What are, are you able to kind of give us an idea about the SIOX side? Uh, if a lot of the negotiations that we're doing come to fruition, I think that it could be in a 12-month type of period that we can start having our first line because there's there's multiple projects that we're discussing and looking at. So, you know, it's... it's okay. It's going to be very awesome. very similar yeah, awesome. to, to what the fuel silica looks like. It's just that this one is, you know, us that control 100% of the uh, technology. Now, you already got, I remember when we talked about this as a press release, because that was a great third-party validation. You got your initial 90,000 euro grant mm-hmm. from uh, the government of France, one, one of those, uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember the exact entity, but it's underneath the government of France. Uh, and, and you got that for to put mm-hmm. towards work on your engineered SIX anode band material. Well, to, At to the be time, totally honest, we, we exceeded the target much faster than it was anticipated. You know, because one of the part, one of the use of the of that R of that grant was to to get those batteries done, and with the results we have, we are exceeding them. And at the time, you had said, George, uh, and shareholders, you had said. The reason it's 90,000 euros is that's the maximum that was able to be given at that stage of where you were as a company. But I think you put this in the press release. You said we could get as much as 2 million euros if, you know, if mm-hmm. we're successful in moving this along. So that would be fantastic non-dilutive financing, obviously. Is more grant funding potentially mm-hmm. on the table? Are applications being made? Have they already been made? Or okay. is this press okay, release? Okay. okay. Press release came out today, George. Let's relax. Discussions are ongoing. The way it works in Europe, there will be there, there will be a need of a, some fundraising to get that done, but that's very bizarre fundraising. I didn't understand why people didn't catch it. In Europe, there's a great program. Okay. We raise the money, we put it in the equity of Navasium, we keep it there in the bank account against two to three percent every year of interest and year after year we're entitled to the amount of that in R&D grant interesting it's it, it, it is really very generous very but it's that's one of the reasons why some of the good or good R&D is being done there all right so, so that is one that you... is that is one way of doing it there's going to be other ways other discussion other movement so more grants potentially on the table uh, through, through the you know there's going to be there, the, the, the way it's going to be where it's going to be multiple options at the end as a shareholder of HPQ my objective is to make sure that we generate you know plus value for it um, you know but I can't at this stage you know that's sort of like silly asking me all it's like silly asking me all the details about you know I want to know that right now the interior decoration of the third bedroom on the left when we're still thinking about building the house. All right. The key point today, okay, is we've demonstrated control enough over how to make SIOX 
that we can already make a better, a better battery that's already been done commercial or one of the top batteries there. That is pretty nice starting point. Yeah, yeah. Well, and instead of me I, looking I, into too far in the future, then what are the next steps then? Let's look right back to forget about the third bedroom on the second floor of the Well, 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 the well what I said, what I said is the next step. More cycle test running. Okay. More batteries going to be done with different chemicals. As I said, you know, this was a non-optimized material. It's going to be non-optimized. Then it's going to be figuring out, you know, what do we need to build a production line? How we can set it up? What are the key factors? We already know what's going to be one of the key element for this but we're in canada so we're well located it's energy and you need to have access to, to to green energy to be really you know a serious player in the battery industry especially in all north right. america all right so we'll look for that mm -hmm. we'll, we'll look for oh, that there's going to be meantime... there, there's going to be regular news flows on, on the on the battery side so we'll look for it i'm sure like today i'm going to get that call first thing in the morning say george it's Thursday. You know, we're almost become predictable. If somebody wanted to assassinate you and I, they almost know that Thursdays is when we're most likely to be doing these Zooms and they can come find us. So maybe change it up to a Tuesday or a Monday or something next time. Keep us on our toes. I will. I'll, I, I got to put an answer. I know some people says, you know, you guys should come up with middle of the day press release issue and those issues. Um, the regulators are more on our buttski. I don't like that anyways. I think beginning of the day is still the best time So so else. yeah, basically by by rules, okay, I have to get my press release pre-approved by uh Cypro, which is like the regulators. Well, at least it's not it's not pre-approved, it's not the right word. I send it to them and they tell me no objection. I'm still fully responsible for theirs, but you know, it's a good thing to have a no objection. So I mean, it means you know you you've sort of respected enough the rules for, for for you to have no objection. And then you have to issue it by 7:30 in the morning at the latest. If not, you got to do a full stock, a halt, and then that starts in other issues. And you can have, so it's easier. It's easier to do it in the morning at seven thirty. I would like to apologize. Je veux m'excuser pour les les francophones. Je n'ai pas fait de version française de ce communiqué de presse là. J'avais pas le temps, mais on va en faire une qui va venir dessus. What I just said is I wanted to apologize to the French um, French shareholders. We didn't have time to do a French version of this press release, unfortunately. So we will do one and put it on our website. Even with ChatGPT, even if ChatGPT, you got to reread. If not, you'll end up having some real like twisted sentences. Yeah, but I would figure it would get you ninety percent of the way there, and then uh, you could do the other ten percent. No, huh? That's crazy. It still, it still requires a lot of rereading because it it doesn't translate from one to the other. It really doesn't. Well, good luck trying to do Greek press releases in the future. Then, <laughs> well, that's okay. I don't think the Bernard, stock market is that big. Thanks for joining us today, buddy. Congratulations. Another great milestone. And I love the fact that fume silica is running. And now the SIOX, what you're telling us, looks like another 12-month kind of sprint. You already told us that iterations and more cycles are taking place as we speak. Mm -hmm. So I can't wait to have you back for either one of the. Oh, there's a... Yeah, I, I, to the I, man I, in the back raising his finger. Go ahead. Yeah, well, man, I, I, want, I, want, I want to raise a very clear issue is that, you know, Fudsters are going to make a lot of noise about, you know, it's going to take another month before, and, and I've seen them, okay? Reality, as the project keeps moving, the share value will go up. There are sometimes some outside events that are happening in parallel that, that may contradict, that may slow down, but I have 100 confidence that 
the market will give us value even before we generate revenue. It's just the way the market is. So I, I, I want to make that very clear. We have a pathways to, to, to generating revenue. We have a pathways to commercialize it. We're executing it. And it's moving forward. So please, folks, don't listen to the people that are paid to basically, you know, come up with the, the ultra negative telling us, you know, well, you need a hundred cycle test. Yeah, we know that. But we got the first five cycles. It looks positive, And we're telling you. But we'll give you the more, more things. It's like me saying we need to design the third bedroom on the second floor. Yeah. Technically, that's correct. But you don't need to do that today. Today, today we need exactly. to put the put the wood floor in the kitchen, get the uh, yeah. carpeting going on in the family room, and then we worry about that later. So what they try, what you're saying essentially what they're trying to do is they're trying to play a little misguidance game there by saying, well, no, they, if you haven't decorated the third bedroom the second floor, you don't have a house. And you know, it's like, smart it's, people it, will say, that's not true. We'll get there eventually, but we have yeah, a house the, right the, the truth of the matter is, okay, if we had told them we were trying to get there, we told us we wouldn't get there. So we, we, we've we gotten there. We've done this. We've done the material. If, if you take a look at the Nouveau Graphite's deck, they mentioned there's only 5% silicon. We're at 10%. We're already twice the silicon in there. Okay? We're at double the silicon of those commercial batteries, and we increased by 14% the, the performance of a batteries compared to 100% silicon, the other batteries. Put that together. Improved performance. Improved performance is what you need in batteries because the issue with adoptions for batteries is basically, you know, battery life, chargeabilities, and uh, working forward. Thanks, Bernard. Always amazing when you join us to give us these great layman overviews, great discussions. You're the best communicator out there. We did your Beyond the Deck you know, 10 days ago, whatever it was, seven days ago. We're on so much, I don't remember the dates anymore, but you're the best at it. We all appreciate yeah, I'll, I'll, it. I'll, I'll and it gives the funsters a little, uh, you know, a little material, I guess, pardon the pun, but the 99% of us realize that you guys are doing great things and can't wait to have you back, buddy. For everybody Thank at home, you. you've been watching or you've been listening to my podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform to Bernard Turdial, CEO of HPQ Silicon, Trades in Canada, HPQ, for Friends in the US, HPQFF, to do your due diligence, take a look at the profile page in Agoracom or and or get over the company's main website, look at their decks, go through the information. It's fantastic information. Do your deep dive due diligence because you believe in the future of lithium-ion batteries and what it takes to make them better. Uh, and you like what you heard here today. You've got to take a close look at HPQ. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then, don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.